This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. Commodity Performance Update. With a fall harvest approaching quickly to prompt seller store decisions, it's a good time of the year for farmers to compare where crop prices are relative to seasonal expectations and against where they were at this time last year. Seasonally speaking, corn and wheat futures have been tracking lower within a normal pattern of weakness that often finds a bottom during the month of September. Soybeans have held up better relative to seasonal expectations, but history shows a pattern of sharp decline in, from late August into early October. Knowing that the soybean seasonal points to a low later than corn can be considered, along with the fact that soybean futures are slightly above where they were a year ago, while December corn futures are down almost 20%. For wheat, the Chicago contracts are down about 23% from their year-ago values and have been cut nearly in half from where they peaked out following the Russian invasion of Ukraine last year. Now that the hedge funds have rebuilt a considerable net short position in Chicago wheat during the sharp price line, it may be that short covering provides motivation for a rebound rather than fresh selling producing a new lower leg. Short-term technical indications are likely more important than the seasonal patterns right now, since the most active December wheat contract is close to its contract low of 608. December corn, which recently fell to its weakest point in nearly two years with a low at 473.5, could join wheat in putting in a seasonal low earlier than normal this year. If oats know anything about where corn and wheat are headed, recent strength for oats futures paint a bullish picture for the grains. December oats just reached above $5 a bushel and stand about 25% higher from this time last year. Oats look to be trading firmer in reflection of the crop stress across the northern plains in Canada that is being realized with an ongoing harvest. Oats are the leader among the grains for past year price performance, with corn and all three wheat classes lower over the last 52 weeks. For soybeans being higher than a year ago, it has helped that the soy oil and meal products have displayed leadership. The soybean crust spread has recently rallied toward a five-year high to support production margins that just allowed bean processors to reach a new monthly record in July, also boosting the processing margins of the higher energy futures with gasoline and deep salt futures both up for the year. All the agricultural commodities stand to benefit if the dollar index resume its slide lower. After having rebounded sharply over the last six weeks, the dollar index still sits under a year ago by about 4%. Particularly bullish for corn and soybean export potential going forward is that futures for the Brazilian real are up 14% for the year, which makes it relatively cheaper for foreign importers to buy from the United States over Brazil. Similarly, the Mexican peso has jumped over 24%, to make U.S. egg exports more attractive to Mexico. Looking at performance for other commodities over the last year, one trend that has not changed is the strength for orange juice futures. The market has made several rounds of new record highs this summer, following another drastic set of cuts for U.S. orange production. The latest USDA estimates project the Florida orange crop to fall by almost 62% this year, after it has been down by 22% last year. Weather troubles for the Brazilian crop are also cited as a source of strength for OJ prices, just like global weather issues have helped drive cocoa and sugar futures toward the top of the performance list. Live cattle and feeder cattle futures are among the commodities with gains to show for the last 12 months, but hogs are lower over that time frame, 
there's an unusually wide spread between those livestock markets. ProFarmer's not the only one that's been out checking corn yields in Iowa. The Pioneer people have been checking the variability across northwest Iowa. And one thing that they've been looking at on their yield checks is the difference between rotation corn soybeans and corn on corn. So far what they've found is a 12.2 bushel per acre difference between corn on corn and the corn soybean rotation. Corn on corn also has a much higher cost of production. I've opted for a corn soybean rotation recently as long as soybean prices are profitable. The balance sheet for soybeans remains more favorable than for corn. Rotation reduced the cost of production of my corn. I have been surprised by how aggressive the farmers have been for growing corn. Not only does USDA claim that they planted 2 million more corn acres in the June report than they intended in March, taking less prevent plant than expected, this was followed by the recent FSA report, which suggests that there may be 1.5 million more corn acres than that. Private sources which track acres county by county think that there are 800,000 more corn acres in Iowa and Illinois. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. Futures trading involves risk. The risk of loss in trading futures and or options is substantial. Each investor and or trader must consider whether this is a suitable investment. Past performance is not indicative of future results.